Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi The Next Class. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, hey, hey. So, turns out, Biden won. Yeah, I was just listening to last week's podcast and I was like, (laughs) oh, snap, look where we are now. (laughs) He won by a lot of electoral college votes. Thank God. Not so much popular vote. The electoral college makes it look like he won by like a landslide. Yeah. the, The popular vote, it's like pretty close, pretty close. I know. I I saw a little graph and it was so interesting. If you look at like the past, I think it went through George W. Bush. Mm -hmm. So like the past nominations. And I didn't, I think I did not realize just how close George W. Bush and Al Gore were. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, his popular Mm -hmm. vote was only, he was only under by 500,000, I think is what it was. So, like, it really was very close. So that's what was so funny is looking at this graph because they had, like, how they won, like the margin was zero, right? Mm -hmm. And it was either like you were under because you lost the popular vote or you were over because you won the popular vote. And Trump lost by the popular vote so low. And it, you know. Wasn't it, I think it was like 3 million. It was like 3 million, yeah. Yeah. But like, which like, it's, it's funny though, like when people talk about it, they're like, he lost by three million votes, but it's like there's a lot, a lot of votes. <laughs> like, right. Like it's not, people talk about three million, which is a lot, but then how many votes are there? Like a hundred. Oh, yeah. 50,000 votes. So like it is a lot, but it's also not a lot percentage wise. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I don't know. I was honestly a little bummed because I wanted Biden to slip by with just those two electoral college votes. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah like i wanted him to win no. but i wanted him to like eat shit <laughs> but yeah i mean like it it happened he wins now i can complain about him for the next four years yeah and if let's people do tell it me to shut up i'll be like listen you said you were gonna move him left bitch right I'm, this is moving him left <laughs> right him and his radical leftist Kamala Harris vice president. <laughs> oh my god. The radical left. <laughs> the cop. I can't deal with that. I know. It's pretty funny. Oh my god. How 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 is she considered radical left? I don't in know. In what universe? <laughs> I don't know. And it is really fascinating to think like about all the people who are like but but the taxes, and it's like Joe Biden's been very, very, very explicit. If you make over four hundred thousand dollars, yes, you'll get you'll get taxed harder. So, like, wh- who do you make over four hundred thousand dollars a year? I mm, most of us don't. So those, let's all those, calm down. <laughs> those memes that like show the picture of the popcorn ceiling. Yes, if you look up at this at night, you don't have to worry about Joe Biden's tax plan. <laughs> oh, those tweets were so good. Oh, so good. It's temporarily embarrassed millionaires who like think one day I'm going to have the boot that everyone's going to lick. And mm-hmm. so I'm invested in keeping this system good for the 1%. Like you are never going to be the 1%. Yeah. Like if you're very lucky, you'll get up to like 
middle class. Yeah. Very, very, very few of you will get rich. Like, that's just the way it is. So, like, how about... And if you do get very rich... Why do you need all that extra money anyways? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I was, the woman I work for, she's been talking about, the one I personal assist, I've probably mentioned her a couple times, but like, you know, she's very wealthy and it's, it's, it's just really fascinating because I think about like how the things that my sister and I did for my dad and we felt very, very confident in like the, we knew he was going into a facility Mm -hmm. and it was going to be very expensive. And that meant that we weren't going to get very much money when he died. And we were like, no, we would much rather have our father be happy and comfortable and, you know, just feeling good Mm -hmm. before he died. You know what I mean? Feeling happy and and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's so interesting listening to this, this rich woman talk about, you know, her will and stuff. And she's like, and I just, I keep buying things. And I think that's, that's money for my children. And, you know, they're only going to get three million and that's not very (gasps) much. Yes. I'm just like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I know. That's right. That's not very much. I'm like, I feel like I could stretch that out to the rest of my life and live very yeah. comfortably. Oh, I'm I probably could <laughs> absolutely yeah. Because I think about her, just her her apartment that she owns mm-hmm. outright alone. When they sell that, it's gonna be worth. It's a, it's like a technically I think it's like technically a two bedroom, but I think mm-hmm. she she uses it as a one bedroom. But like it's like. A two bedroom with an office, huge. It's it's a huge yeah apartment that's gonna go for at least a million. Oh, wow. at least like there's no <laughs> it's it's a in the high rise in the Gold Coast of Chicago. I'm like, there's no way that's not gonna go for a cool million. Oh man, oh man, I yeah. just oh, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, must be nice, but um. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like it just. I mean, you, you know me. I'm just like. I don't get rich people at all. I don't understand this hoarding of wealth. Like, I, you know, every time I'm like, you know, you sit there and you're like, what if I won the lottery tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'd do this, this, this. I'd give my family this, my friends this. Yeah. And then I have all this left over that I'm just going to give away. I know. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, she does. I will, I will, you know, I'll give her credit. She does donate. She donates to a lot of different causes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's like, a lot but she Mm. does i mean she's got her causes that she cares about that she donates to like you know animals and uh (laughs) i mean yeah aarp and yeah there's like certain talk radio right (laughs) but yeah yeah i just like i don't think i could live with myself hoarding so much money like i mean you know what you're talking about her having like three million for i don't know how many kids she has two two so i mean that's not an obscene amount of money. Right. But like when you think about like people getting up to the hundreds of millions up to a billion and you're like, why do you need that? Right. Nobody needs that. You could give so much to all of you, like to all your descendants for like multiple generations and still have so much left over. I know. (laughs) I'm like, it's wild to me that I'm like, oh, you have the ability. You could give me, you could gift me enough money to buy a house outright. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You could. Wow. So yeah, I don't know. People who are like, but my taxes, like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Officially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could work for rich people. I would have so much contempt for them. I mean, all I work is for rich people. <laughs> yeah. And I the 
I mean, truthfully, the the thing that I have to just the thing that lets me sleep at night is that I I do benefit from their wealth, mm-hmm. like in different ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the family that I babysit for, they are buying their second house and they're gonna put a pool in, mm-hmm. and it's not gonna be their house they live in. It's gonna be kind of like their vacation home in Indiana. And so, <laughs> and of course, the mom has been like, and then yeah, you can go there if you want. And I'm like, fuck you, I'm gonna go there. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're telling me you're you're about to give me access to your bonus house that has a pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> like, thanks. So, you know, in certain ways, I'm like, fuck yeah. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take what I can get. Oh, I, str- I struggle. I struggle. <laughs> like, I feel like I've I've worked on, like, film sets for rich people before mm-hmm. who are, like, financing their, like, um, what's it called? Like, ego project. Oh, yeah, that yeah, it's called? yeah. Something like that. I think so, yeah. And they just throw money at everything but then like don't pay people right yeah that's the fuck like and they'll give you like shitty food but then they'll just be like oh yeah drop this much on this like yeah i don't know i i've i've had trouble working for rich people in the past like on set and just being like fuck you i will (laughs) say because like this woman she you know she started me out she started out – I've been working for her for like, I don't know, six or seven years now. Mm-hmm. And when I first started working for her, obviously I didn't know her that well, but she paid $15 an hour, which, mm-hmm. you know, for I think what the job was, was like perfectly normal. And I think like as the years went by, I don't know, I just never asked for a raise. And then finally she was like, I'm going to pay you $20 an hour. And I was mm-hmm. like, sick. And then literally <laughs> not that much time went by Yeah, because it, it was only like maybe – like it was in, during the pandemic. She was just like – she's like, you know, I really I, – I depend on you so much and you're so reliable. I would like to pay you $25 an hour. And I'm like, okay. Nice. Like, I'll take it. I'll <laughs> take it. Thank you. You know what I mean? There like you she – you know, so I, I – Shout out to Pam. Bless her little heart. She's a lot of things, but I do care about her. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's, it is. It's a, it is a weird, it is kind of weird sometimes working for wealthy people because yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, she definitely has like a lot of non-problems that I'm like, yeah, okay, I will uh, figure out, I will, I will call the company of Cuddle Down for the fourth time and tell them to stop <laughs> sending you catalogs. I will go ahead and do that. <laughs> And I'm going to call them again. They're going to tell me that you're off the mailing list. And I know you keep getting the mag. I know you do. (laughs) I know. I don't know why. But I will call them again. And I think mostly, you know, because she's older, I think she just doesn't throw the the magazine away. And then she's like, I got another one. And I'm like, I think I'm just, I guess it's the same one. I think it's the same one. But uh, I don't know. Like, you know. It sounds like she's not obscenely wealthy, but. No, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. You know. I think about, you know, people like Bill Gates and oh, they yeah. do do some charity, but like the things they could do. For right. This world. The amount of money that I have <laughs> donated to GoFundMe's mm. is my is the percentage of wealth that I've donated to those is more than most billionaires have, oh, yeah. have donated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they'll drop like a million on a charity and it's just like a drop in the bucket for them. It's right. just like it's like us donating twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, we're talking a lot about rich people. Otherwise, anything uh besides this election oh apparently last night see i've been in a bubble i started classes and i was playing a lot of animal crossing for a couple days so i was doing classwork and animal crossing and not much else and i barely checked twitter but i guess yesterday there was like 
the million Trump for March oh, or some yeah, shit like yeah, that, yeah. which was only like 12,000 people <laughs> in Washington, D.C., but they were like, there was a million people like, no. <laughs> no, that's not how you count. <laughs> they're out there like, you see this? There's one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> but so I guess like the later it got, the more rowdy the Proud Boys got and they started basically rioting. They started attacking, like, Black Lives Matter and leftist people. Mm -hmm. And then, like, and there's videos of it, right? These Proud Boys attacking them and then them swinging back. There's a really good one. I watched it today. It was so satisfying. (laughs) This guy's just going around like, what, what, come at me, and, like, pushing people and all this stuff. Someone comes up and lays him out, and he falls flat on his face. Oh, my God. And I was like, yes. Five out of five chef's kisses for that one. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, this like alt-right propagandist guy, Andy No, was taking videos of these altercations of Proud Boys starting shit and then resulting in getting punched and isolating it to just them getting punched Mm -hmm. and saying that leftists are attacking Proud Boys. Apparently, Proud Boys also stabbed multiple people and, like, grabbed people's Black Lives Matter signs and smashed them and were screaming, like, fuck Antifa, like, mm-hmm. and, like, all this shit. And so they're they're rioting, and Trump defended them. Of course he did. And also police were, like, protecting them. Of course. And uh, Trump, yeah, Trump tweeted out, Antifa scum ran for the hills today when they tried attacking the people at the Trump rally because those people aggressively fought back. Antifa waited until tonight when 99% were gone to attack innocent MAGA people. DC police, get going. Do your job and don't hold back. Oh, my God. So that's going down in D.C. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or last night. I don't know what's going on today. but Civil War Part 2? Yeah. Because the Trumpers, MAGA, they do not want to accept defeat. They believe that it was rigged and dead people rigged. voted. And- it was rigged in their favor. <laughs> right. And they still <laughs> lost. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just we all saw it coming. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's actually playing out. I guess that Proud Boys are going wild. And <laughs> and yeah, so that's happening. But I was totally in the dark until today when I woke up and I'm scrolling Twitter. I'm like, what the, What did I miss? <laughs> Where have I been? Oh, yeah, playing Animal Crossing. I missed it, too. (laughs) Weirdly, I feel like I haven't seen people posting about it on Facebook. So It's not. It's not because I was on Facebook yesterday. Yeah, people are not talking about it. I'm really surprised. I posted earlier today an article, but. Yeah, no, I only knew because I saw you post it. Yeah. And then I I mentioned it to my boyfriend. He was like, oh, yeah, I saw that because he's he's very active on Twitter, so. Right. Twitter is where it's being reported, yeah. Yeah. So. I didn't know. He didn't tell me. (laughs) You got to tell me these things. You got to tell me what's going on. (laughs) But so, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, like in uh, my neck of the woods over here, nothing too exciting has been going on besides the fucking hundred new cases a day in Vermont of COVID. So everything's... Oh, Pshaw, that's a drop in the bucket. Shut up. Listen, it's Vermont. That's That's a lot of people. (laughs) Oh, boo. Well, like, it's it's like way more than we've gotten. Yeah. Like, it's it's a huge, huge leap for us because friggin' Halloween parties and weddings and stuff. And we're getting like a hundred ish cases a day. And so. 
for some reason you can still go sit down at a restaurant. Yeah, we can't we can't indoors here, only outdoors. Oh, so we there can. still are outdoor yeah. things happening. Well, you can still sit in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You can get takeout like drinks at bars and breweries, but you can't sit inside. Mm-hmm. You can't gather with multi household like different households you can only gather with yourself mm-hmm. which is not really gathering you can only um, gather with yourself like, so, they're, <laughs> <laughs> so like they're cutting back all these things which like yes please but at the same time like but don't let people eat inside dumbass <laughs> i think it's just a matter of like the if if you cut all these restaurants off right now mm-hmm. they're not gonna make it like yeah. the the things that we need to do we can't do because we don't have the support of the you know fucking u.s government right they're not no one we're not getting bailed out like and that's the problem that's why i think because we too you know our mayor doesn't want to close restaurants mm-hmm. and it's 100 because like we, we can't bail them out like right there's just gonna be so many small <sighs> businesses like fuck so hard mm-hmm. so yeah that that's that so yeah, but that's you know we're we are getting more and more locked down because of yes the whopping hundred cases a day. Yeah, I know it, I know it sounds like like not much, but in Vermont with this low ass population, it's like holy yeah. shit. <laughs> no, well, because I will say that um the game plan was well, I'm not coming home for Thanksgiving. The the game plan was like perhaps I will drive home for Christmas. Yeah, but you know my sister was nervous about having me stay there because their their policies at work are so strict that she's yeah. like you know if. She ends up sneezing at work, like the kids get pulled, everybody gets pulled, you know what I mean? So like Yeah. Regardless. And and, and basically like you either have to get a COVID test or just be out for 14 days. And so that's obviously not what she's trying to do. Right. So I was like, okay, let me look at I was looking at Airbnbs, right? And I did look at there was one that was in Brattleboro, Vermont. And I was like, Ooh. oh, that'd be great. Like how that'd be perfect, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then like they had this whole thing that was like, if you are coming from a like a state outside, you have to quarantine for 14 days before you get here. And I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. So yeah, I mean, well, they're they're telling people they have to do that, but nobody's gonna do that. I don't think anybody's <laughs> checking or anything. No. But I was just like, they this sounds like a hassle. That. So I was saying, I was like, okay, maybe I'll get a hotel if I come. But I don't know. We we might like right now. This was it was a little confusing because our uh, Chicago put out an advisory. Mm-hmm. So they basically what they were saying is they were like, hey, we mean it. Stay at home. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, stay at home. I'm serious, you guys. <laughs> exactly. But it's just an advisory. It's not oh, mandatory. God. So pretty much everybody is still doing, you know, I mean, I, yeah, like there, it's like if you're not going to work, you shouldn't be out and about and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's definitely a bummer because like, yeah, I normally go to Beth's for Thanksgiving and now we're just like, what do we even do? Like, I don't know how to cook a turkey. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, You know, I'm not going to go to see my mom and like. My mom wants to cancel our little family Christmas that we do. We, we celebrate Christmas like a week or two before Christmas mm-hmm. just so we can get my nephew. So we were planning for that mid-December, but now she doesn't want to because my brother works at Walmart and cases are going up in New Hampshire. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it sucks. Like holidays, everyone's holidays are getting ruined. And, oh, yeah. You know, we could have definitely avoided this, but... As a country, 
our government decided to shit on us and other citizens decided to shit on us too. So. Yay! <laughs> How fun yeah. for us. Woo! Well, so anyways. speaking of getting shitted on, what <laughs> an episode. Am I right? Mm. Oh boy. This was a doozy. Oh boy. Yeah. You ready to you ready to get into it? Sure. Because I'm ready. I was born ready. We are talking about season four, episode nine, hashtag obsessed. And boy, oh boy, is it an accurate title this time. Yes, finally. Finally, finally, <laughs> finally. I don't know, I don't know what else to say. I'm ready to just dive in because let's do this. It's an episode. (laughs) We open with the original bestie crew of Maya, Zig, Grace, Tiny, and I guess now Jonah, because he wasn't in the original crew, studying hard for their final exams. Everyone is seemingly getting the answers easy enough as Zig takes a little time on the recall. Grace thinks he's totally going to pass the exam, but he needs a 75 to graduate. He tries to assure himself as no one offers up any confidence in him. Great friends. You know, right? He's like, like, I need a 75. They're like, oh, Oh. we bet you get a 66. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you're going to get a 69. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, but if you had a cool teacher, they'd just be like, nice and let it slide. (laughs) That's that's the thing. It's like, you can get... You need a 75 to graduate, but if you get a 69, you also graduate. That's the only that's the only thing. <laughs> Above a 79 or exactly 69. <laughs> yes. And if you get the bonus question right, 420. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Jonah wants to know how he managed to get so far behind as Tiny coughs Esme. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Maya asks if they've talked since the breakup as Tiny emphasizes good riddance. <laughs> Zig just wants to get back to studying, but everyone else has had enough. Gotta get a good night's rest before the prom tomorrow night. So, like, they're having prom and exams on yeah, the that, same day. That's a bummer. Right? No, that <laughs> seems so jacked up because, like, I don't know. I we we had prom. Prom was like a month before. Yeah. Well, first of all, our prom was our junior year, but like it was still like a month before school was out. Like it was in like May. I don't remember when, but I feel like it was at least on a Saturday. Oh uh, yeah, I think ours was on a Saturday too. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. Wasn't. So like we weren't like at school and then like shit, I got to get ready for prom. Like, yeah. No, you had all day. No, I'd be exhausted. <laughs> like please do it right? on a Saturday. Like you just had school for five <laughs> days and it was exams. Like fuck, dude. Awful. Because they're they're definitely <laughs> acting as if like it's prom and then like Saturday is graduation. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what they're making it seem like. So I don't know. Mm. Maya lets Zig know that it's cool if he wants to stay and keep studying though. Zig is cautious as everyone else is like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but Maya thinks they can control themselves. God. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she used to help him steady. Like I, th- yeah. I, I think that is, uh, unfortunately Zig is just so all encompassed in his relationships that like the only way he's gonna succeed is if he's with a girl who's also like succeeding and gonna help him which is like what's wild is that Esme was so smart but she didn't help him no in that regard like 
She didn't help him study. They just banged all the time. Yeah, because she didn't. She never needed his daddy. She was like, <laughs> fine. Yeah, that and that's definitely the problem is that Esme was never going to help him. But she mm-hmm. also doesn't know how to have a healthy relationship. She only knows yeah. how to fuck. <laughs> I mean, I've I've definitely struggled with that. In like, I think I've dated a lot of guys who put so much emphasis on the sex part that mm-hmm. like when I'm dating a guy that doesn't have as much as much sex drive or like yeah. doesn't want it as much that I'm like well uh, what is my value mm-hmm. if you don't want to fuck me all the time do you do you like me I don't understand so yes. that's, that's definitely been something to unlearn yeah like I've been in relationships where the person was like to the point of like coercive Mm -hmm. of like obsessed with having sex yes oh same and you're like jesus christ leave me the fuck alone for five minutes Mm -hmm. but and then after that been in a relationship with someone who like didn't have this constant need like Mm -hmm. was like yeah you know every other day every couple days you know whatever like yeah because well sometimes people are on like medications that just like take their sex drive away or something you know what i mean like sometimes it's just everyone just has different libido different yeah but everybody, yeah. everybody puts this emphasis on that men need it constantly, 24-7, would right. never turn it down. But then when you get in a relationship with a man who doesn't have this mm-hmm. insane libido, it can trick you into being like, wait, are you even attracted to me? Yeah. Like, and it's like, no, they just don't need sex every five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been, I've been very conflicted with like some of, some of like the... When I was, like, very young, Mm -hmm. some of the men that I had, like, I don't know, semi-dated where it's, like, we'd had sex before, but then, like, they had said they weren't interested. So then it was, like, Mm -hmm. like, I know I've, you know, been coercive. You know what I mean? And that's, like, Mm -hmm. looking back, I'm, like, oh, God, why was I like that? But, like, yeah, this this mentality of, yeah, if a man doesn't want to have sex with you, then there's something wrong with you. Right. So. Or they're cheating or they're gay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you'll go online or talk to asshole men mm. who will be like, no, that is that is what it is. If they don't want to have sex with you at any time, then they're definitely cheating or gay or don't want to have sex with you at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, thanks for the reassurance. Thanks for backing up your bros who I know. Like, don't have that high of libidos. You're really helping them out right now. <laughs> right. I, think, I mean, I think it's an important thing for us women to also learn that like, yeah, exactly. Normalizing that men don't always want to have sex. And mm-hmm. if he doesn't want to have sex that night, like, it's okay. It's okay because sometimes you don't want to have sex either. And, right. you know. It's okay to just go to sleep. And also it put there's a lot of pressure on like men to feel like they have to internally always want it too. So mm-hmm. like right. it's just people flat out need to understand that everyone's libido is different and everyone's libidos fluctuate mm-hmm. depending on circumstances, medication, mm-hmm. whatever, all sorts mm-hmm. of different things. And it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tangent right off the bat. <laughs> well, you know, that's what we do. They, being uh, Zig and Maya, wake up the next morning cuddled up. Ooh. Do you? I feel like this happens to Maya a lot. Like her mm. mom never checks on her because this, this, the same thing happened with her and Cam. Yeah. There was an episode where he accidentally slept over and they woke up the next morning like, oh my goodness. I mean, once the mom goes to bed, she's out. Apparently. Because I, <laughs> I was going to say, I remember 
in high school once, my high school boyfriend and I, we we totally did pass out watching a movie, mm-hmm. but like we weren't like cuddled up or anything. I remember I think we were both lying like on our stomachs, like <laughs> facing the TV, and yeah. we just both passed out. And his dad like came in and at like two a.m. Mm-hmm. and was like, "Carly has to go home." And my boyfriend was like, "Oh, she didn't drive here. I picked her up." And dad was like. <laughs> I'll bring her home. And I was like, this is so awkward. And of course I get home. Yeah. My parents are just passed out. No, right. no clue that I didn't come home. Didn't even oh. notice. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, I'm oh, so no. sorry. Like, I mean, and his dad was cool, but he's like, I know you guys just fell asleep. Like, you know what I mean? Like clearly we were both fully dressed. Like, oh my God. Clearly just fell asleep watching a movie. But it was like, oh, I'm sorry. You have to drive me home. I like, 2 a.m. This sucks for you. <laughs> if I had had any uh, interest in me in high school, my mom never would have let me live something like that down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, even as an adult, when I lived at home, I remember like she would like make my boyfriends like sleep on the couch. Mm. And I was like, 20 or something oh my god (laughs) no yeah (laughs) the only she only like once i started dating noah she let him sleep in my bed but Mm -hmm. before that nope (laughs) and i don't know i don't she just took a shine to him or Mm -hmm. something but we were also together for a really long time so right um, but i know I can't remember at what age or whatever. I think it was mostly just like after my mom passed away. Like I think at first I like when I was 19 like snuck guys in and then mm-hmm. my dad's hearing was so bad that I would just like walk down the stairs and I would look that he was watching TV and I'd be like, okay, come down. Like, <laughs> you know, and they would just like, he wouldn't even hear them because his hearing was so bad. Yeah. And then it just graduated to like full blown like, you know what's happening. You don't, you don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm an adult, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do remember the like. He's watching TV. Come on down. <laughs> Shh, be quiet. Just don't make a lot of noise. He's not going to know. Oh, my God. All right. Anyways, they both giggle it off as they are waking up as Zig apologizes. But Maya admits that old habits die hard. Zig heads out pretty quickly so he can change before the test and thanks her for the uh, studying. Bye. <laughs> before questioning himself in the hallway. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> awkward. Oh, no. <laughs> right? Like, if it was that awkward the night before, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think that they would have fallen asleep like that. Like, be like, whoa, yeah. what up? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how did it get Although, like this? Although, like, I... Like, you're, you talked about, like, falling asleep when you're watching a movie, mm. which, like, I could see both falling asleep and not realizing the other was asleep. But if you're both studying, right? You they fell asleep at the exact same time. And with her cuddled on top of him? Yeah, why were they cuddled on top of each other studying? On, <laughs> like, <not> plausible. a <laughs> windowsill bench. Like, I mean, maybe they're just young, but I'm like, ow, that would be uncomfortable. I mean, I'm over here with my sleep disorder. Can't accidentally fall asleep to save my life. So So there'll be none of that happening. Can't intentionally fall asleep to save my Mm -hmm. life. But like when you're actively studying, I'm like, wouldn't one of them fall asleep and then be like, hey, hey. I should go home. Right. You fell asleep. Yeah. Or you should go but home. But instead, yeah. they just magically both fell asleep into a cuddle. Right. I Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it certainly <laughs> seems more like they did it and was like, this feels right and we're going to yeah. do it. Not yeah. like, whoa, what happened? How did we get here? Yeah. Cut to 
Hunter is agonizing over why he has to memorize shit that Siri can just tell him anyways. <laughs> Interesting that they used Siri. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they can't use, like, any other brand names, but he referenced Siri. But They they use some real brand names and yeah. others they don't. I don't know. Like, maybe it's just they couldn't get those rights from somebody. But I'd be surprised if, like, Facebook wouldn't let them oh, use yeah. them. I don't know. Hunter tells the boys that if he survives the test, he wants to celebrate tonight. However, the boys are volunteering at prom tonight. Not exactly Hunter's first choice, but whatever, he's in. However, Baz and VJ don't think they would be cool with it. Mm, who's they, Hunter wants to know. The boys <laughs> let Hunter know that the they they are referring to is Yael. Sorry, I know, right? The they. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. <laughs> Hunter, the they, the they that they are. <laughs> they is the, Yael is they. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Already seeming irritated, Hunter declares that she changed her name, but VJ, uh, the armpit hair hater who was pretty <laughs> accusatory of Yael being confusing, right. lets Hunter know that they just changed their pronouns, not their name. Hunter thinks it's ridiculous. The man who doesn't want to learn shit at school is suddenly a stickler for grammar. <laughs> they is plural. You can't do that. And that is why they don't want his hating ass at prom with them. Yeah, that was something we brought up when we first were tackling the subject of people mm-hmm. being like, but the grammar. Bitch, you say they singularly all the time and all you don't even think about the it. Time. <laughs> I know, right? And Hunter, who literally is like, you don't fucking care about, you don't care about grammar. Yeah. Oh. That's not, that's not what you fucking care about. Like, ugh. That's what they always say. It's like, you say, you spell you're wrong like right you you use the wrong form of your all the time but you're gonna be a grammar nazi now right fucking suck it (laughs) bass stumbles a little with yael's new pronouns but it's clear that he's trying they seem happy so why does it matter hunter thinks they're making him the bad guy as he continues to misgender yael while vj works to correct him vj is on top of it finally he, ew, armpit hair, but let me tell you about their pronouns. Right. Hunter just wants to go back to hanging out like they did before he and Yael dated. But since Hunter didn't want to be supportive of Yael, you know, all inclusive, <laughs> it's on VJ and Baz to support them. Hunter is still not getting why he's at fault when he's not the one who changed. But VJ is vigilant. Yael did not fundamentally change. So if Hunter loved Yael as a her, why can't he love them as a they? Hunter looks contemplative. I think that's how I think that's how you pronounce it. Con- <laughs> contemplative, yeah. Contemplative or contemplative. Mm. Hunter looks contemplative. Contemplative. Should I go go to the pronunciation guy? No, I think we're just gonna leave it as however it's open to interpretation. Hunter looks unsure as the tests are being handed out. Winston is going over the timetable of prom night as Zoe tries to sneak a peek at the prom court winners. Did she and Rasha get prom queens? But she's got to wait like everybody else. And she should be thankful that she has a date because he and Miles are flying solo dolo. (laughs) (laughs) Not Miles though. He ain't going because Tristan broke up with him. Zoe antagonizes him for some reason. Oh, right. He dumped you so you could go to your fancy schmancy school. But so like, okay, Zoe's like, but what about Tristan? It's like, Winston just said they were going solo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I was confused about why. She's like, what about Tristan? If 
if Tristan would have been going together, Winston wouldn't have said that they were going solo. I don't, I don't know why she's being she's just being antagonistic <laughs> about this whole thing. Like yeah. she's clearly on Tristan's side of the breakup, but like mm-hmm. also I don't know why she's like writing school. Like yeah. I'm like Tristan broke up with him, right? <laughs> like so why are you being a bitch, Zoe? Oh right, because it is your natural form. We just haven't seen you like that in a while because <laughs> Rosh is a good person. So right. whatever. Miles doesn't even think he can afford the school because his dad doesn't think writing is a legit major. But Winston points out that he hasn't even asked him yet. But he thinks that you can't change a person's mind once they've already made it. But Zoe's still holding up for her mom to change her mind about her and come to graduation. Winston Chewy Churchill lets them both know that you have to work for the things you want in life. So figure it out with your dad and your mom. Happily Ever After is the theme, after all. It's the only way Goldie will ever forgive him. I was like, what? I don't know. He just all of a sudden got very, like, he was like, I'm I'm all-knowing. Yeah. (laughs) Winston Churchill Chewy. Or Winston Chewy Churchill. Either way. You get the joke. It's fine. All All right. Final exam time. Zig looks like he's on the struggle bus as he glances back at Maya. Time's up, and it would appear that he didn't quite finish the whole exam, right? Like, he he was still, like, there was a couple pages left. Oh, he yeah. Didn't, he had not gotten to, but He anyways. did about as well as Tristan last week. That's what I'm saying, so. With no excuse for it. Right. Like, he's just, <laughs> just like, oh, Maya's over there. Oh, man. I got this, te- oh, but Maya, she's still over there. <laughs> Shit. I better get back. Oh, man, Maya is still in this. Wow, she is still here. This is awkward. As she is several seats away from him, but whatever. What a life. I know, right? I'm like, God damn it, Zig. Just fucking look at the exam. (laughs) Come on, dude. Tiny is pumped as Zig confesses that he thinks he messed up. Tiny assumes that he's talking about the test and offers up the prospects of summer school. But Zig is talking about Maya, right? You would think he was talking about the test. You'd think he was concerned about the final exam. Yeah. But he needs a 75% to graduate. I mean, when he made that like, oh, look, I was like, damn, he bombed that test. Right? And then he tells Tiny that it's about Maya. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, and you 100%. Got a 68 and not even a 69. <laughs> right. You so blew it. You fucking blew it. You, what the fuck? But Zig is talking about Maya. They cuddled. <laughs> Tiny chuckles. Did you use protection? But Zig is concerned because she's had such a tough year and he just broke up with Esme. He was hoping that they'd at least be able to be friends. Maya approaches asking about the exam. Zig has his fingers crossed, but let's be real. He no longer gives a fuck about how he did on the exam and is solely concerned <laughs> about Maya as usual. Maya casually asks Zig if he wants to go to prom together, to which Zig casually responds, sure. Uh, now what? Where's the elaborate promposal, Maya? I know. Well, no, Maya's above that. She tried to kill herself, so she doesn't She doesn't need such glamorous things. Like, this, this is enough. You know what I mean? She doesn't need all the bells and whistles. She's just like, you know what? I'm content right now, and that's fine. You're right. Listen, I'm alive, promposal enough. Mm-hmm. All right, so apparently... Grade 11 didn't have to do a whole day mm. as we are now at the Hollingsworth Villa. Okay? Like, what is going on? Half the school is at school and half the school is home. Like, oh, I, know. like I get that <laughs> generally when we had finals in school, you had like a half day because you only had two finals a day. Yeah. But I just don't understand why the seniors are seemingly still at school while everybody else is like home already. Right. They all get time to prepare for the prom that yeah. most of them aren't invited to. But Exactly. So whatever. <laughs> Anyways, 
Shay is nervous about how she looks as Frankie tries to assure her that she looks great. Hunter is swiping through all of Yell's new pictures that seemingly showcase their new gender. Frankie asks Hunter what he thinks of Shay's dress, but he's gonna keep his opinion to himself. Shay thinks that that means that she needs to change. Okay, I'm gonna assume that she's borrowing yes. one of Frankie's many ball gowns. Cause yeah, I'm like, exactly. she can't, she couldn't afford supplements. There's no way she could <laughs> afford to buy multiple prom dresses. Yeah, my initial thought was like, how does she have a second prom dress to just go throw on? But yeah. it must be just her shopping out of Frankie's closet. Yeah, I'm like, the, and which is so interesting because they could not have more different bodies. Mm. And you're like, okay. Yeah. I just think Shay has more curves than Frankie yeah. and she's taller. And she's taller. Yeah. Like, I mean, when I see skinny bitches, I'm like, you're all skinny bitches. I know, right? <laughs> like, I know. You all fit each other's clothes, whatever. I know. <laughs> I know. A couple of years ago, I got invited to like one of those um like clothing swap events where like, you know, you bring a bag of clothing that you don't want anymore. And then I oh, was- Oh, jeez. And you know, I was like, hey, thanks for the invite, but like, there's no point in me going to this. I'm not gonna be able to get any clothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, no offense, but like, you probably don't have any plus size friends besides me. Mm-hmm. So why would I go to that? Like nothing's gonna fit me, so mm-hmm. uh, I get I I get nothing out of it, so I'm bored. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Yeah, I mean, I definitely have like a variety of of friends with different bodies. I, I think I have have at least have had a couple friends who have like mm-hmm. who I've been able to trade clothes with, right? But very few. You got that Mac booty. Yeah. What is a girl to do? <laughs> But I'm also like on the taller end. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I know it's it's funny because like you, I think that Bethany, my sister, and I are technically like the same size, mm-hmm. but she's ten inches taller than me, so exactly. we can't share clothes. <laughs> to piggyback on on that, it was like a couple days ago. My boyfriend forgot to bring like comfy pants over, mm. and oh, I guess spoiler alert. So I'm five feet, he is six two, mm. and so he was like, "Oh, I didn't bring like pajama pants or anything to be cozy in." And I was like, "Oh, well, you can just wear these sweatpants of mine." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "But they're gonna be short on me." And I was like, oh, "No, no, no, <laughs> these are Stone Cold Steve Austin pants. They are from the men's section. I wear them <laughs> up to my titties. Yeah. They're gonna fit you just fine." <laughs> and so he put them on. He was like, "Wow, they do fit." I was like, "I just." wear them up to my boobs. Oh, so, you can share clothes. Yeah, I know. Yay. <laughs> Yay. That's so important. <laughs> I know, right? So now that I'm like, now that he knows they fit him, he's like, oh, I'll just take these. I'm like, you're going to steal my Stone Cold Steve Austin sweatpants? And say, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. You can't have them. You got to give them back. I like them. They're very cozy. But yeah, they'll fit you fine. Well, Frankie is like, what the fuck, Hunter? But Hunter didn't think that boys were allowed to have an opinion about the way girls looked. Mm. Frankie is like, uh, are you still freaking out about Yael? Hunter explains that Baz and Vijay are upset with him for breaking up with her, them. So he's starting to try. Mm-hmm. Like, he he called Yael her and then changed it to they, so like, or them. Mm-hmm. So like, he's starting yeah. to maybe try? Hunter tries to get her to understand by asking what she would do if Jonah were to grow boobs and cut off his penis. Frankie jokes that then she would have nothing to fantasize about. She's over there fantasizing about his dick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Every understand night, this she's at like, all. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but then she makes some sort of weird limp penis finger gesture. I I I don't Yeah. 
I thought she was making a scissor gesture, like chop it off. Oh, she was fantasizing about chopping off his dick because she hates him. Oh, oh. It all makes (laughs) Oh. Whoosh, right over my head. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Okay. (laughs) Nope. Wow. I totally didn't get that either. I didn't either till just now. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Boy, oh boy. But yeah, that's not what even close to what Yael did. No, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But (laughs) that's to to continue. But Yael (laughs) hasn't done anything that drastic. So she, or they, is still a girl biologically. So why does it matter if they hang out or make out? Mm. But Hunter better figure it out before she starts making out with someone else. Mm -hmm. And I'm using she because that's what, Yeah, that is what Frankie said. Yeah, this was, I mean, it was a jumbled mess of like misusing pronouns, but I think that's very intentional because that's what happens like when somebody comes out, people definitely like struggle and it's not not necessarily a, a malicious or whatever position. It's just like, right, right, I right. have to f- get used to saying this. And, right. you know, it's when it's when it drags on for a while that it's like, all right, come on. Yeah. Come on. And you're not, tr- you're like, you're not even trying. Okay. Or when you're like, but it's grammatically incorrect. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> all right, we're back at school where the seniors apparently still have to be there. Grace is trying to convince Jonah not to wear a stupid fucking guitar tie to prom when Zig strolls up asking if there's room in the limo because he's got himself a date. Mm-hmm. So Maya wasn't already in their limo? <laughs> like, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was she just not going to go before? I don't know. But also I would think the way limos work is that there's generally an even number. So yeah. like I can't fathom there wouldn't be room because probably when they paid for the limo, he was still with Esme. Like, but mm. anyways, I just love grasping at straws and being like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Listen, yeah. this writing is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it should be canceled. It's so bad. Oh. <laughs> Before he can reveal who his date is, Esme also strolls up and asks Zig what time he's picking her up. Zig tries to put his foot down. They broke up. They're not going to prom. But Esme points out that they never said they weren't going to prom together. So... Mm. She got him there. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you had me for a second, but you got, you got me there. Probably more because she doesn't want Esme in their limo than actually helping Zig. Mm-hmm. Grace gently says that he's going with someone else. Esme isn't dumb, though, so she asks if he's going with Maya. He pulls her aside and admits that they are going, but just as friends. Esme continues to press. So you want to get back together with her? Zig tries to say it's not about that, but Esme is pissed. Of course it's about that. They were together a whole year. How could he do this to her? He admits that things got a little too intense for him in their relationship, and Esme continues to press. But he still loves her, right? Grace and Jonah are both like, no. Mm-hmm, don't do it. <laughs> you danger boy. <laughs> right but zig caves uh you can't just turn that off but i need space (laughs) Uh uh-huh anyways but he tells esme that she can always count on him okay and he promises that she can (laughs) except for this whole going to prom thing like that she cannot count on him for so you sit home and cry right i just think it's so (laughs) funny when people do that like no you can you can always count on me yeah not this time but always (laughs) You can always, that's why I like, you know what I mean? I try not to, 
make these kinds of promises like when you know she she makes these comments like you said you'd never leave me and shit like mm. that like you know i try not to say things like that because exactly you don't know how things are gonna turn out like right. you can't make a promise that i'm never gonna leave you like right you know can i tell you right now i want to be with you for a long time yes you're right but like who's to say <laughs> Who's to say? I I feel like I'm I'm always like I would like to be with you forever. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but who knows? Shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> I just honestly thought that she was gonna try to call him on like you're if you're gonna be there for me no matter what like why aren't you taking me to prom like why aren't you here for me right now right. But anyways, she seemingly accepts that and walks away. He tells Jonah and Grace that he thinks it went well. Mm, they look like they're not so sure. Mm -mm. Lord Hollingsworth finds Miles chilling on the couch and asks him where his tux is. It's prom night, baby. (laughs) But Tristan broke up with him, so he's not going. He also admits that it's because he didn't want Miles to give up the writing program in London, which is news to his dad. He didn't know he got in. And he knows that his dad doesn't support the writing career, but he's hoping that he can support him at least for a little bit and shows him that he's cashing in his tickets to Europe and combined with lifeguarding all summer, he'll be halfway to tuition. But he's made a payback schedule. Please, daddy, I want to be a writer, please. (laughs) That only covers the first year. Then what? Miles is hoping that with hard work, he'll qualify for financial aid. Miles stresses that some people think his writing can make a difference and he'd like to try. Oh, that Miles. What I'm confused by is that, so they're saying that this program cost $20,000. Yeah. In. Like a year. In London. Yeah. Is that how much schools, I just was under the assumption that colleges, other places cost less. See, I remember looking up like this film program that had like campuses all over the world mm-hmm. and London was one of them and I remember that being like $20,000 a year but okay. I didn't know if that was like um let's so it's saying like King's College is that where he's going King's College Queen's College is where his dad Queen's College okay well this is all right University College of London out of state tuition $9,000 international $17,000 so it's uh, probably part of the thing is that it's international but then you know I don't know like it might be a situation where they get better like financial aid there yeah Who knows? okay that's why I was just a little confused by that I mean I still think yeah that program in America might cost like 40000 mm. So, because they were saying mm-hmm. that's the first year. They didn't say first semester, right? They're like, that's the first yeah, year. Yeah, they said year. I think it would probably cost 20000 a semester in America. I mean, this one's showing like Imperial College London, in-state, 9000 Queen Mary University, 9000 Why are they, they're all nine? Hmm. Maybe that's, maybe that's a thing. That's weird. But then, yeah, they mention international tuition, so... It's got to be the international aspect of it. Alrighty, well. Oh, that Miles. He always chooses the difficult path. <laughs> Lord Hollingsworth, now Daddy Hollingsworth, as I call him, <laughs> uh, because he wants money. I still call him Father. Father? Hmm. <laughs> well, yes, Father Hollingsworth lets Miles know that they can change his trust to be Ooh. open earlier than before he turns 25. Imagine having a trust. A tr- Oh my God. I'm saying, I'm saying. <laughs> Miles is pretty shocked that his dad would do that. 
you know, make him spend his own trust on school as opposed to just paying for it. Like right. He was, right. Because he was going to pay for it if he was majoring in something that is that approved for, mm-hmm. but whatever, fine. Make him spend, make him spend the trust on his own fucking education. Whatever. I, uh, right. Whatever. Then when he's actually 25 and a poor ass broke writer. Right. He'll have nothing. He'll have nothing. <laughs> Good luck. He'll mm. come crawling back asking his dad to pay for business school now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. But yep. Daddy Hollingsworth admits that Miles has grown up so much over the past two years, and he's really proud of him. Overcoming addiction in that one episode, uh, <laughs> being there for Tristan, even though he cheated, and the bus crash play. Hmm. Miles is fucking shocked. He's literally never said that to him before. You abusive piece of shit. <laughs> he wants Miles to go to writing school, but only if he goes to prom because he skipped his and he's always regretted it. Always. He thinks about it every day. Right. <laughs> I wish if if I could change one thing in my life, it wouldn't be beating my son, cheating on my wife. Right. <laughs> it would be going not to going to prom. <laughs> All right, now we are at the highest budgeted prom ever. (laughs) That's still in the ravine. Yep, oh, 100%. (laughs) The nerd squad is all decked out in their finest prince garb, (laughs) arguing about the incestual relationships of Game of Thrones. Yes. Hunter approaches as Vijay asks what the fuck he's doing there, but Hunter says that he will leave if they want him to well no he said if they want oh okay and this was where i was like okay but that's changing grammar in a way that i don't approve of i don't like that either they want is fine right right, they want yeah i don't i don't like it that just is weird uh uh, that bothered me yeah i agree (laughs) anywho he is making a a little bit of an effort he tried yeah (laughs) he tried and failed Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yael says it's cool he can stay, which seemingly makes Hunter happy. Yael says they are going to see what's going on since they've been waiting around for a while and they'll get him his own prince outfit to put on because they budgeted for a shit ton of prince costumes, apparently. Mm-hmm. VJ <laughs> says, welcome to the club. <laughs> Whatever that means. The gay club. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> like, what does this mean? I don't know. But anyways, Hunter is like, uh, I'm not gay. I like girls. <laughs> But Yael isn't a girl or a guy. So what does that make him? How do you like all these questions, Hunter? Hmm? (laughs) Yeah, you like it? You like being fucking questioned like this? But yeah, it was like him saying welcome to the club. It's like, you know, welcome to like the... Accepting club? I I thought welcome to like the prom club. You know, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't, like, immediately view it as, like, welcome to being gay. Is Baz suddenly gay? No, he's not not welcome to the gay club. They're not all gay. The gay club. (laughs) He just, like, jumped on, I'm not gay. I know, I know. That's very straight white boy. I'm not gay. Baz offers up bye, while VJ says Polly, but I don't think that's correct at all. <laughs> Polly actually might be. Oh. Okay. Okay. So when I was trying to figure out what my sexuality is on the sim being similar to Hunter, if Hunter does just like decide to be okay with it someday, mm-hmm. Polly came up, but it was like, it was like you like more than one gender and you have a gender preference, but you don't like all genders or like gender. I don't know. It was, it definitely is one, but then there was like a bunch of bullshit with people on Twitter being like, that erases bisexuality. Like, 
It's just there's a lot of infighting with that shit. Does it? That's what they were. Well, because people say that bisexuality, it's it's difficult because some people are like bisexuality means your gender and an, at least one other gender. Mm. Other people say it's you like at least two genders. There are definitely people who think that bisexual people don't include non-binary people. So like mm-hmm. there's a lot of infighting and bullshit and... But like I, because I initially was like, maybe Polly is what Mm -hmm. I would say. But then the other issue was that people were confusing it with polyamorous. Right. That's what I was confused about. I was like, I don't, is it polysexual? Is that what? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I don't want people to think I'm saying I'm polyamorous. So I settled on bi, but I don't, it doesn't quite feel right to me, but Mm -hmm. I settled on it. And there are definitely people who are like, say it means your gender and another gender at least and mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know i don't know <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't me and also being part of those bisexual groups it's like mostly full of women being like check out this hot chick and i'm like cool <laughs> <laughs> yep so, i don't care <laughs> yep. so i don't know i don't really have a place i fit in me and hunter need to start our own club yep there you go <laughs> except he has to stop being such a bigot about it no good luck with that <laughs> i'll teach him yes lola asks if Polly sexual is like pansexual uh, 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 sorry I was confused because I thought he meant like polyamorous. And yeah. then I was like, oh, is this because like if you're counting Yael as multiple people because of the they <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also being plural? Oh, Anyways. Saad has no answers because he doesn't think they have that in Syria. <laughs> <laughs> but Hunter doesn't want to focus on labels. He just wants to have a normal night. Yael comes back and notes that everyone seems really tense, but they're just going to wait until student council figures out their assignments. Baz makes a lame joke about how disorganized government is. Typical government disorganization. Mm-hmm. Basic economics. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just then, police and a bomb squad come rushing in. <laughs> All right. Katie, Maya's sister, is taking photos of a very handsome looking Zig as Maya comes down the stairs also looking gorgeous in her prom dress. She does a dramatic, never been kissed style walk down the stairs looking beautiful thing. Yep. They're both clearly still attracted to each other. Katie is going to cry. They look so cute. (laughs) Maya takes a selfie of them, but Zig asks her not to post it because Esme would flip out. Maya's concerned that they're crazy for doing this, but they both always pictured going to prom together, so it makes sense. Zig gets a text that prom is on hold for a bomb threat. Dun dun dun. Aw, shit. Back at prom. Everyone is waiting around while the police and the bomb-sniffing dogs do their thing. Baz assumes that it's a dumb prank, but VJ notes that it wasn't a prank in Belgium. Literally everything's gonna be about Belgium from here on out in VJ's life. I know, I <laughs> know. But why would terrorists give a fuck about their prom? No. Like, that's the thing, is like, it would never, it's not gonna be a terrorist attack. Like, yeah, could it, it's probably a white boy. No. Yeah. I mean, I've got my theories about this, but like, yeah, in these instances, it's probably a white boy who's feeling angsty mm-hmm. about the girl he liked, didn't ask him to prom or something you know so right no i mean baz for the first time in his life is a hundred percent correct no one gives a fuck about a random canadian prom nope like this is not the way to like overthrow canada exactly Get him where it counts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hunter, in full-on angry white boy mode, thinks they should just go. 
And VJ agrees because the bomb could explode at any moment. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yael stops Hunter because they think they might know something. Hmm. Meanwhile, I'm screaming, no, Yael, <laughs> stop, no. I know. Uh, Lola insists that they don't know anything and tries to stop them from walking over to the police. She grabs Saad and walks over to the police to try to help him out, but the police are ready to question him based off a quick view of the picture in Yael's phone. They take him in the cruiser. Hmm. No. Yeah, hell, god Why? damn it. <sighs> I know. I just... Totally unexpected. Mm-hmm. We were really on their side, and then they went and pulled this bullshit. I don't know. I understand, like, where they were coming from at the same time. I really, I believe in Sod, so. I do too. But Yael doesn't know Sod like we do. No. But why would Sod be at the prom? Right. Like, yeah, let's bomb this. I'm here. That's how he sneaks over and sets it off and then runs. No. Oh, oh okay. So we can just look back and see it explode in the background. It's like really fucking cool. Like, yeah. In a, like an action movie. Like, whoa. He walks away. <laughs> Just explodes behind him. His shirt blows off and he's like ripped <laughs> with his abs. Yeah. And then when police question him, he's just like, I was working the prom. That's why I was there. Duh. <laughs> Actually, baby Saad did do it shit. Oh, shit. No, shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He seems like he's having a pretty good time. So yeah. I don't. Oh, no, he's, he's he's loving it. He's pretty chill there. Uh, doesn't seem as though he just set up a bomb somewhere because oh, no. he's pretty fucking chill. Oh, he's so excited to just be hanging out with a beautiful woman. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so cute. The Zig Limo crew is hanging out outside someone's house. I'm assuming it's the, the Maya's. The, I don't, yeah. Someone's house. The Zig Limo crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was I? What am I? Am I gonna name all these names every time? No, it's the no, Zig Limo I mean, crew. I wrote. I kept writing down the seniors, even though there are like more seniors than yeah. that. But that's just how I kept referring to them, and I'm like, that's good enough because I'm not hosting. So this is the Zig, the Zig Limo crew. <laughs> that's their name for the last episode too. The Zig Limo crew. Yep, it sure is. <laughs> They are, you could call them, well, though, they're not the camping crew. There's more people there. Anyways, <laughs> yes, they are outside someone's house. I'm not sure. Complaining about how long the investigation is taking. Maya is over it and thinks they should just go get burgers. <laughs> Zig thinks they should wait because they only get one prom. <laughs> and who would do something like this? Tiny thinks Esme would be the culprit. Um, I agree. I mm -hmm. think it's Esme, personally. Yeah. Zig thinks that maybe it could be Sod, you know, and then they all kind of have problematic things to say about mm, Sod. You know, that Syrian guy just running around all terrorist, mm -hmm. like, it's gotta be yep. him. He got really upset at the assembly, but thankfully Maya defends him. Mm -hmm. Jonah, however, says that people have been posting that the police are questioning him. Clearly, he also thinks that Sod is trying to blow up prom. Bunch of racist bastards. Yeah. I 100% <laughs> think that it's that it's Esme that did it. As yeah. a means of like trying to get it canceled that, so that Zig couldn't go with Maya. That's 100% what I think. That makes the most sense. Zig is still texting Esme and Tiny scoffs, but he just wants to make sure she's okay. But she seems fine as she continues to text him pictures of herself in a bra. So yeah, Tiny's pretty sure she's just fine. <laughs> Grace gets a text from Zoe that prom is back on. Time to go pick up Shay. I'm not sure why they couldn't have done that already. Right. Like, like y'all are just wasting time. You still have one more person to pick up. Like, why wouldn't you go pick her up and wait there and you're all together and you can go straight to prom? Like, yeah. Well, like, I don't know. Tiny is like, oh, yeah, looks like Esme's okay. Like, no, if she's 
spamming zig bra pics that's a very clear sign that she's not okay yeah but <laughs> like, i think to, i think to straight male tiny like yeah. they're all like no nah, she's good like you know what i mean <laughs> like that's that's not at all a red flag or anything for them. Mm-hmm. they're like no nah, it's just typical which is what she does <laughs> you know it's what she she does to me too it's fine. She's like, Tiny, do you know what the homework was? And then sends like a bra pic. <laughs> she's got her history book and her math book and she's in her bra like, right. which one do I study tonight, Tiny? Right. And he's like, <laughs> uh, history. All right, bye. <laughs> she's fine. All right. We are back at prom. Zoe and Rasha look adorable together. <laughs> and I just, I think that Rasha's outfit is so fucking cute. This like low cut pink suit. It's so Ooh, adorable. It's risque. Though. Oh, it sure is Ooh. risque. I, I'm I, like, I'd fall right out of that. Well, yeah, but she does <laughs> like, doesn't have boobs, so she yeah. can wear that. But no, yes, it would look a lot more risque on you or I. Oh, yeah. But she looks really cute. <laughs> this prom looks fucking bomb mm-hmm. <laughs> no pun intended i didn't write that i did not I, I didn't realize that i wasn't thinking about the fact that there was a bomb threat but yes <laughs> the prom does in fact look fucking bomb i just want to know was the budget like five hundred thousand dollars or what because <laughs> this looks so intense they saved a lot of money on the venue it being the ravine and all yeah i guess so <laughs> i guess so because i'm like where did all this money come from anywho <laughs> zoe and rasha are very impressed with what winston did <laughs> and so am i <laughs> <laughs> because what the fuck? Winston lets the ladies know that they should check out the magic mirrors because it predicts their future. Zoe asks Rasha where they think they'll be in 10 years. Rasha isn't sure, but she hopes still together. And they giggle. No. Yes. Miles <laughs> slyly approaches and lets Winston know that he throws a killer bash. Yeah. Winston is ecstatic that he came. That means that his dad agreed to let him go to school. How does that mean that? I don't know. I have no idea. But he assumes that means no backpacking in Europe. Anyways, I don't know. Winston has a lot of assumptions here. But Europe is still on, and now he's got an extra ticket. So are you in, Chewy? Oh, Winston is fucking down. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the reason we didn't get another season is because they wound up in a hostel situation, like in the movie hostel. And and it's just too dark. Degrassi couldn't go there. Yeah. Winston definitely got his Achilles heels cut and couldn't walk away. (laughs) That's like the worst part of the movie. Like I watched the first one and I was like, I can't. I can't. Oh my God. Because those movies are just like, they're just graphic to be graphic. Yeah. I used to watch that shit all the time and it like didn't bother me. But the Achilles heel is rough. Mm. Did you see A Quiet Place? Mm -mm. Oh, there's a moment. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen A Quiet Place, you won't watch it, right? (laughs) I'm not spoiling you. I mean, maybe, but. Well, you'll forget. Anyways, (laughs) this this, uh, chick walks down the stairs and just stomps on a nail <gasps> oh no oh god oh, and you it. you see it coming uh, you uh, see it coming for like five no. minutes because they keep showing the nail and you're like it's gonna fucking crap and fuck i i can't even watch <laughs> like that part in home alone yeah i that part's and it's hard. not even that graphic i am like oh no i can't watch it oh god okay wow yeah Jesse, yeah <laughs> I'm upset. I'm I, upset now. I 
can watch like disembowelments and shit, but oh. don't don't fuck with your foot. I no, guess. you know what? Okay, all right. Now I guess if I do watch it, I will know it's coming, and yeah. I will cover my eyes that whole time. You so thank see you that, for that, and you just go, "All right, we're done here." Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> oh, but you, yeah, you see it coming a mile away because they keep showing it, and yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah. "All right, can we get it over with and move on, please?" Uh, okay. <laughs> Miles asks where Tristan is because he wants to tell him the good news, but Tristan isn't coming. Maybe he didn't have a tux or something, or maybe he's still in fucking rehab. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) but it's cool. They have each other. Right, Miles? (laughs) Psych. Miles is out of there. He's on his way to see Tristan. Just then, Winston sees a gorgeously dressed Goldie. She is super impressed with everything that he did, but all he did was take her ideas and execute them. He apologizes one last time for not being her knight in shining armor when she needed him. But he can always be her prince charming for the night. At least until midnight. Because we know that she's not allowed to date. Everything's coming up chewy tonight. Hell yeah. (laughs) He's going to Europe. He gets to be Goldie's Prince Charming. Right? Yeah, he might even get a cheek kiss. Like, watch out. He's getting, like, complimented left and right for his mm-hmm. prom. Like, this is the, the best night of his life. It's never going to get any better because he's going to die in Europe in a hostel. So I know. He's probably not going to lose his virginity <laughs> tonight, though. So. Definitely oh, not. Well. <laughs> he's gonna die a virgin well no just like grace in in the movie hostel i'm pretty sure the girls who like brought them to the torture chamber at least like banged them first so he'll lose his virginity and then die oh okay all right i think that's not that honestly probably he'd be fine with that <laughs> yeah i think he'd be like i can yeah i good. can die a happy man yeah <laughs> yeah that's fine Zig and the limo crew arrive at prom while esme is still texting zig pictures He tells her to stop. She asks if he hates her. Ugh, this makes me so mad. Like, Mm. I... I get it. Yeah. And I think... I think we've all been Mm -hmm. there. Especially in high school. Mm Mm-hmm. In a really insecure place. Yeah. But it's just so sad Mm -hmm. to see it happen. I'm like, no, why? Yeah. Because, like, Zig is pretty reasonable. Yeah. Like... They could still be friends, mm-hmm. but like it's just not possible for Esme. Esme couldn't, no. There's no, no way. She needs to be cut off, cold turkey, and mm-hmm. like sort her shit. Cause yeah, it's just not oh man. Yeah, when you're when you're like breaking it off with someone like that, you cannot any mm-hmm. inch you give them, they yep. will take a mile and then they will lay on the guilt trips and oh, yeah. you're stuck for another six months. So Oh man, it's actually <laughs> yeah, because I one of my one of my ex-boyfriends from many, many years ago, mm-hmm. he was emotionally abusive. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is like, because how we ended up breaking up, I don't think I've ever talked about this on here. Mm-hmm. How I ended up breaking up was that he, I was a, an intern at a theater at the time. And there was like a special event happening one night where we were having like the playwright was going to be there and we were going to have, you know, drinks and appetizers and stuff after mm-hmm. there was like a talk back or something like that. And so my boyfriend at the time, he said he was going dancing with some friends. And I was like, okay, great. Like, that's perfect. Like, I've got a thing after work. So like, go for it. Like, have fun. For some reason, not to be like really a... Uh 
gender conforming, but mm-hmm. a guy being like, I'm going dancing makes me laugh. <laughs> well, I know, right? Well, he, so. He loves to dance. Well, he's Mexican. I think they were going to yeah. like a Latin club. So yeah. like, yeah. So that's what he, they were, gonna, he was going to go. <laughs> Sorry Latin to cut dance. you off. Yeah, no, it's okay. When he said he's going dancing, I'm like. <laughs> I know. I, I know. It is, it sounds odd, but that's what he was doing. He Throwing was. Throwing off his heels in the middle of the club. He just going, sure we're was. not worried about girls tonight. We're no. just dancing. Oh, I wish he wasn't. <laughs> worrying about girls tonight but he was oh yeah so he came back he like left i guess he wasn't having a good time he came and found me at my place of work i mean intern i wasn't getting paid but i was mm-hmm. an intern and he was very upset because they he like asked some girl to dance and she said no so mm-hmm. i think he is he is a person that was like very much uh stuck between two cultures unfortunately mm-hmm. because he was born in America and therefore a citizen here but he at several different points lived in Mexico mm-hmm. so he went back and forth between America and Mexico he spoke both English and Spanish fluently mm-hmm. but so like to you know immigrants here in America they viewed him as like a gringo mm-hmm. and so the, it was you know it's just like this you know to white people he's Mexican but to Mexicans he's a gringo like mm-hmm. it's it, it, it was just very stuck between two worlds right yeah so I think I don't know whatever I don't know what happened he asked some girl to dance with him and she turned him down and it upset him Mm -hmm. and so he came to me and was upset and I was like I don't know how to help you with this because if I was there I would have danced with you (laughs) but like I don't know how to comfort you that a girl that wasn't your girlfriend wouldn't dance with you like you have a girlfriend so like Mm. hey if I was there I would have danced with you but I wasn't like yeah yeah I was like I'm sorry your ego is bruised but I don't know how to fix this for you like (laughs) I'm I'm you want me to be like yeah no other girls would totally bang you like I don't know how to (laughs) fix this for you so anyways yeah that's bizarre yeah in the aftermath I found out he had done coke so that's what Uh. what had happened he was on coke so he came to me all coked out. Yeah. So anyways, he started like flipping his shit and I was like, you need to leave. And he was like, I don't have any money for the train. And I was like, here's $5. Like get on the train. You need to go home. Mm-hmm. And he had me like cornered in like this little alcove area and I couldn't get away because he was like a lot bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And I remember like these two gay guys walking by and being like, hey man, like you need to let her out. And I was like, you guys need to go. Yeah. I was like, he's not going to physically hurt me, but he might physically hurt you. So like, yeah. like, like just walk away. Like it's fine. Go. Like you need to get away. Oh, my friend Marianne came out and found me and I was like I don't know what else to do you need to call the police because I don't know he's not letting me go I and I you know this was years ago I was like I don't know what to do like you need to call the police yeah so so he called the police I like I got inside the building he managed to also get inside the building he like broke one of the bathroom doors like mm. trying to get to me like it was very scary oh my god yeah it was really intense basically the police showed up and they were like do you want to press charges and I didn't really understand like I thought I was like well he didn't hit me or anything so I assumed that meant like he didn't do anything wrong like yeah. yes we were in a verbal altercation but like and yes he he had his hands on me but he was holding me mm-hmm. and not letting me go so in my mind I didn't under I'd never been in that situation before so I was like I don't understand I can't press charges. He didn't, he didn't hit me. So like, yeah. how much, you know what I mean? Like I can't press charges or whatever. So anyways, they were like, okay, well, all we can do is say that he can't come back here. And if he comes back here, it's trespassing. So we were like, okay, do that. Mm-hmm. So they told him like, don't come back here. It'll be trespassing. And of course he fucking, he was gone for 10 minutes and then oh came back and was like screaming my name on the street <laughs> and was like, Carly, I want to talk to Carly. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was all very streetcar named Desire <laughs> with the whole Stella. Stella. 
<laughs> like it was very much like that. Jesus. So of course they then called the police again, and you know I, he you know spent the night like in the drunk tank, like yeah. nothing happened. You know what I mean? Like he he didn't go to jail or anything. But so now what I have is like my time, not my time, like my Facebook memories, mm. and it's like remember eight years ago when he wrote on your wall and tagged you and was like, "I'll always love you. I know what I have to do. I'm so sorry, Carla Joe Like oh. you know what I mean? Like, and it's all like super <laughs> cringy. Like, and it's this this like time period where it comes back once yeah. a year where he's like. I'll always love you or like, but yeah, like every other day, it's like something that he wrote on my wall and he's like constantly like his spelling errors are just a a fucking mess. Like anyways, yeah. I'll always love you. I know what I have to do. Like, yeah, you have to not be fucking crazy. So. Oh my God. But that's what it reminded me of. Like, do you hate me? I was like, yeah, I remember. I, cause there were, oh man, I would, I Anyways, there were times where like men would like comment on something on my photo and then he'd be like, hey, she has a girlfriend. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, can you not be crazy on my fucking (laughs) Facebook, please? Please stop. Oh my God. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I haven't had anything extreme like that. Thank God. But I've definitely aired witness to a few women who have done the Esme thing. Mm-hmm. And and you watch it play out and it's just, and, and of course, not to say it's just women, obviously, because I've seen it play out with men too, but like right. in relationships that I've been in with women who like won't let go. Yeah. It's like, it is. It sucks to see it. It's a battle of like, I feel so bad. Like I feel responsible. I feel like you know they're going crazy and it's my fault and mm-hmm. you and you give in to it and you give them that little nugget of like hope yeah which you're not trying to give them hope but they yeah. take it as hope and then they just like trample all over you and then in certain cases these like men that i've seen like wind up in the relationship for another whole month because they felt bad Mm -hmm. and it's like or they wind up like in situations where their current relationship gets all fucked up because they're like trying to be nice to their ex who Mm -hmm. will not let them move on and it's like it it can be a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah i've i've absolutely seen the esme behavior in this Mm -hmm. and you know i'm sure i've i i feel like we've all been in esme not not necessarily to the Esme extremes. But oh, we've had yeah. A, no, we've I had agree. I've done plenty of, of crazy things. From time to time. <laughs> but yeah. Right. She, she, whoo, she goes wild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. She, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. She is a... Uh, oh, yeah. She loves to double down, mm-hmm. you know? She <laughs> certainly does. She's all, all in on the crazy, always. Mm-hmm. All right. Maya is checking out the magic mirror that makes her and Zig look like they're in their 80s. She's trying to chat with Zig, but he's very distracted by his phone. Maya is understanding of the situation and lets him know that he can go if he wants to, but he wants to be there with her. He just feels like he owes Esme something. He wouldn't have gotten over Maya if it wasn't for Esme, after all. <laughs> Maya flirtatiously responds, Oh, so you're over me now? Mm. Does that mean we can't dance? <laughs> Zig then blocks Esme on his phone and says he's always up for a dance with her. Oh, boy. Hmm. Oh, boy. I mean, I get it, because, like, you need to leave me the fuck alone for a while. But right. She's not listening. Yeah, yeah but she's not going to take it that way. No. <laughs> I... 
like, how do you think, like, she gets blocked, and then did she aggressively get ready for prom? Is right. that what she's like, oh, he's gonna fucking block me? Yeah. I'm gonna fucking put this dress on. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking put this makeup on. Oh, he's gonna block me. I'm gonna fucking show him. <laughs> no, Is that what happened? That like, when she walks in later, all dolled up, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, boy. She's, like, angry in the shower, <laughs> washing her. Oh, I'm gonna fucking show him. Like, oh, <laughs> shaving her legs. Like, oh, I cut myself off. Fuck it. Oh, I'm gonna scrub. I'm gonna just show him. <laughs> So, I don't know. Yeah, somehow didn't manage to, like, mess up her makeup or anything the whole time that I assume she's at home crying. But no. Right. She's fine. Whatever. (laughs) Back at the hospital, Miles is just chilling on Tristan's hospital bed looking like a 007 agent. Suave as hell. Mm -hmm. He's been, he Mm -hmm. was sitting in this pose as long as I was sitting with my hood draped over my face earlier. Like, I'm ready for this. I'm ready. (laughs) They're going to be blown away. (laughs) Yep. Tristan walks in and he's like, I will eat your leftist ass (laughs) like corn on the cob. I'm ready. Miles should be at prom, but the person he cares about most is in this hospital. So that's where he wants to be. Miles is like, I heard you were out for a swim. Yeah, I I know. (laughs) What? Just throwing that out there. That's what he said. (laughs) You were out there swimming. I couldn't go to prom because the person I care about most is in this hospital, and it just doesn't feel right. Even though they're broken up, Miles gets down on one knee and asks Tristan to prom because he's got an extra ticket and he brought him a tux. He also reveals that he is going to Europe in a few weeks and then stay there for school, so he'd really like to spend as much time with Tristan as possible. But Tristan really doesn't think he should because he's having a bad day and it would be a total sensory overload for him. Miles gives him a hand over to his bed and tells him that let's have to have prom at the hospital instead. (laughs) Cut immediately to them in a random exercise room that apparently no one needs to use right now. Prom lights spinning, music playing, two boys in tuxes slow dancing the night away. Nose to nose. Mm Mm-hmm. And Tristan is making that corny ass face that he always makes. He's just like, (sighs) oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, mouth open. (laughs) Someone in the Degrassi fans group posted a video from way back when Craig was at like the reunion or what What was it like? Oh, the 100 some, years of Degrassi or like the yeah. 50 year reunion or something. And Craig's singing this song and you cut to Tristan and he's just blown away. And it's, <sighs> he's just making this corny ass face. He's making the same exact face when he dances with Miles. The, yeah, like Tristan's <laughs> breath gets taken away so much that honestly he was in a coma not because of the bus crash, but probably because he saw an attractive man and he was just like... For the last time. <laughs> and God was like, nope, you're gonna have to sleep this one off. <laughs> Miles admits that he wouldn't be the person he is today without Tristan. And Tristan agrees. Or I, I'm sorry, that sounds right. Tristan, agree- Tristan agrees, same for him. Not like Tristan <laughs> is like, yeah, you're right. You wouldn't be anything without me. Sorry, that's how it- <laughs> You were such an asshole before we met. I know. You're like slightly better now. I was gonna say, well, Tristan said ditto, <laughs> but I just don't like the word ditto. So anyways. Ditto. Yeah. <laughs> Miles doesn't know how to say goodbye to him. And Tristan says, they don't have to say goodbye. As Lady Gaga once said, just dance. Oh my God. At this point, I paused and screamed a lot. <laughs> I was like, I hate this so much. This is so corny. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And, I, and Johnny just sat there like, okay. No. 
like I was very, I was aggressively like upset about it. And he's just looking at me like, okay, whatever. Jesse, don't you know? That's how you get through life. Just dance. Just dance. Gonna be okay. Da da do do. Just dance. Spin that record, babe. Da da do do. Just dance. See, I can only dance when I have a lot of alcohol in me. And then like a prayer comes on. And then I'll dance the rest of the night. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. Is See, this real? Yeah. Like a prayer? Yeah. Oh, that song gets me going. Wow. <laughs> but I have to be very drunk. Wait, which song is Like period. a Prayer? By Madonna. Okay, I thought Just it was. Like a Prayer. Your voice can take me there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I'm sorry. She's like a prayer and like a virgin. Yeah, I, I, she is. Anyways. I, like, period, I cannot dance unless I have several beverages in me. Period. But the way to get it going is to play like a prayer by Madonna. You gotta snort a little like a prayer. Yeah, that'll like get, that, once that comes on and I get into it, like, I can keep dancing. But like, uh, it's not that I can't dance without it. But if it plays so, and I have like four beers in me or something, I'm like, all right, let's go. But it takes a lot more alcohol if like a prayer doesn't come on. I'm just going to tell you right now, <laughs> I'm going to make damn sure, hashtag Taking Back Sunday, I am going to make damn sure that like a prayer is played at my wedding one day. Because I'll know. Yeah, but my, my mom will be there so I won't be drunk. God damn it, Jesse. <laughs> you didn't you didn't you drank at Beth's wedding. No, I didn't, no. You drank before, didn't you? We had like mimosas or something in the morning. Yeah. I mean I had a mimosa. Oh wow. Where my mom wasn't around. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't drink in front of my mom. I actually remember at my brother's wedding. They were pouring. <laughs> this is so bad. Oh. <laughs> All right. So we're at, we're at my brother's wedding and it's like time to toast and they pour assorted people champagne and my brother doesn't drink at all. So like mm-hmm. they also had like, you know, sparkling cider or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a glass of champagne because yep. this wedding's a clusterfuck. <laughs> and my mom is like, takes the glass she doesn't drink and replaces it with sparkling cider. <laughs> and I didn't correct her. I'm just like, it is what it is. Does she not? Does your mom think you never drink? I don't know. You know, like I don't drink in front of her. I don't talk to her about it. I never, I don't post pictures like showing myself drinking. Like yeah, I, yeah. I just don't like bring it up. Yeah. You know. Well, it's just so funny because she probably thought you would be too shy to, like, correct the person. So, like, don't waste it on her. I just remember she being like, drink. you know what? I'm going to drink some champagne in front of my mom and it is what it is. And then she fucking was like, nope, switches not it up today, with bitch. sparkling cider. It was like, wow, this is my life. Yep. <laughs> Which is fine. Like, you know, I don't need to drink in front of my mom. So mm-hmm. I'll just let her live with the delusion that I don't drink at all and... You know, because cause when the first time she found out I did drink in high school, mm-hmm. finds me in the hallway and starts crying. Oh, no. <laughs> and from that moment on, I'm like, my mom doesn't have to know I, that I have ever drank in my life. And oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my life. All right. Back at prom, Yell sneaks Hunter into the photo booth because it's in between courses, so they might as well have a little fun. (laughs) They put on a king's crown and get ready for fun pictures. 
They offer Hunter a tiara, but he's all fucking set with that. I'm like, all right, you're you're pushing it, yeah. Right? Yeah, I know. They <laughs> Hunter, were trying it. Hunter does not want a tiara. No. <laughs> you know he doesn't. Hunter's got pretty long hair, so yeah. he's really pretty, pretty with a tiara, but anywho. <laughs> the photographer refers to Yael as Hunter's boyfriend, and Hunter says, that's not my boyfriend. Like, no shit. I know. Yell does not look like a boy. I know. The photographer then feels bad and says he should have realized that she was a girl. Hunter half corrects him by saying she isn't a girl either. <laughs> Yell, just trying to get out of an awkward situation, says it's not a big deal. But Hunter snaps. If it's not a big deal, then why are you doing this? <laughs> Everything was perfect until she did this. They fight back saying that this is who they are. Hunter thinks it's not normal, but there is no such fucking thing as normal. And they are not the problem. Hunter is. They walk away. All right, Yael, I'm on your side again. I'm still pissed at you, but yay! (laughs) Tell him. Yes, fuck him. Hunter was like on such like, there was such a tiny little like room for error that he goes from like trying to be supportive to like fuck you you ruined everything like right it takes nothing for him to like like i can't handle it anymore right it was just an <laughs> awkward situation yeah el's not gonna sit there and try and like explain their pronouns to mm-hmm. a fucking person that they don't know like who cares exactly let's let's just get let's just get a funny picture out of this and fucking move on mm-hmm. i don't need to have a whole discussion right now about this in front of somebody i don't know I mean, yeah, that's a thing like also in general that when you're like in a position of being marginalized in some way and someone says something that's like offensive or like wrong or whatever, sometimes you just want to let it go. Yeah. It's wrong and you know it's wrong, but you're like, I'm just here to have a good time. Right. I'm going to ignore this. But then when the other person like, trying to be your ally mm-hmm. pipes up you're like no 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 i just want to have a good time right <laughs> like, right 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 like i don't want to deal with this right now like yeah yeah like i just i, I appreciate it but mm-hmm. at the same time i just don't i want to move on because mm-hmm. it happens all the time mm-hmm. and if i addressed it every time it happened like i would do nothing but addressing this bullshit like mm-hmm. all right cut to back on the dance floor Woo. Mai and Zig are clearly having a blast dancing. A slow song comes on and they shyly decide to give it a try. <laughs> Zig dips her and Maya is impressed. Mm-hmm. Grace walks by and tells them to kiss. <laughs> Very helpful. Jesus Christ. But it <laughs> looks like they are about to kiss just as Esme interrupts them screaming about Zig blocking her. He said he'd never leave her, and now he blocked her? Oof. Yes. Esme is having a full-blown freakout. The crazy train is crashing into the station. (laughs) She picks up a steak knife and declares that she should just kill herself like everyone wants her to. Oh, my God. Okay. Where are the chaperones? Where are the fucking adults <laughs> at this dance? Like, what the hell is happening? The photographer's busy. Like, right? The one. He's the only adult there. The only <laughs> the adult. The cops left. Yep. Yep. <laughs> nope. Everybody else is like, oh, them kids will have a good night. All right. I come mean, to call it a night. I mean, really, this school makes the kids do everything. So it's not surprising. Yeah. Like, I'm really surprised, like, student council didn't step up and be like, Esme. Right. Put down the knife. You need to go to see <laughs> it's not Principal worth Snake's it. office. Go to, go to Principal Snake's office. Where we will jump in mm-hmm. in front of Snake and we will have a discussion with you because we run the school. Right. <laughs> Who runs the school? Student council. Who runs the school? Student council. Anyways. 
Everyone is staring at them as Zig asks her to stop talking like this, but she needs him to talk to her. Maya tells him it's fine, he should just go. Esme leads him out of the prom and to the ravine, which is clearly mm. just behind the school <laughs> where they went camping last weekend. I mean, anyways. Oof. Yes, this is clearly <laughs> the same set. God damn ravine. Yeah. Esme is ecstatic that he came back to her and tries to kiss him, but he doesn't want to kiss. He wants to talk. But Esme knows they're better when they're not talking mm. and tries to undo his pants. He needs her to stop acting crazy, but she thought that he liked crazy girls. Um, I just don't understand, like, where she got that impression of him. Like, is it just because he cares that Maya tried to kill herself? Or, like, where did she get the idea that he likes crazy girls? I mean, she must just associate trying to commit suicide with being crazy. Because, okay. yeah, you know, which a lot of people do, and it's rude as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Esme is losing it as she screams that he can't leave her. She insists that it isn't over, but it is for Zig. In full-blown hysterics, Esme is screaming that she hates him, all while pushing him until he suddenly falls down a huge hill. <laughs> we hear a thud as Esme looks down sobbing. Well, he's clearly dead. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have Coma Boy play part two starring <gasps> <Yes>. Esme. <laughs> and she's not going to, she's going to write it, but like she's not going to reveal that she pushed him or anything. It's going to be like, he <laughs> fell, but now I'm destitute to wait for him. I'm hooking up with, I don't know, Baz. And oh, God. What? <laughs> Jesse? What? No. She would never. No, she would, she would never. I just can't think of another like single boy. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see. we'll see. Well, we won't see. We won't see, will we? We won't. <laughs> In our dreams, in our hearts. Yes, I can't believe this shit. <laughs> One fucking episode left of this season. I know. I was finishing up my notes and Eric was sitting next to me and he's like, wow, it's a lot. this is a really intense episode. Like he wasn't even watching it. He yeah. just could hear it was like, whoa. Yeah. This is drama. And I was like, yeah, this episode was fucking crazy. And that's why <laughs> I gave it five chef's kisses Woo! because it was top notch, drama filled, good old Degrassi fun. Not a single boner in sight and you're still no. five out of five. No, I was 100% <laughs> on, this episode was fucking awesome. <laughs> I loved it are you kidding yeah. me jesse are you kidding me <laughs> bomb threats yeah. somebody maybe dying yeah uh no suicide the, threats in front of everybody suicide threats uh you uh, hospital prom like <laughs> a trust fund got brought up like i mean uh, oh i guess see i give it four out of five just because i don't give a shit about miles so oh wow but no then, i was like this was a bomb episode <laughs> but <laughs> I then when i again. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a bomb episode. Yep. <laughs> but when I think about Miles' story overall, the prom, the hospital prom was pretty sweet. And mm -hmm. yeah, I guess just the hospital prom was pretty sweet. So maybe 4.5. Listen, they didn't, <laughs> while there wasn't a boner, they did at reference and we missed it, like that Frankie fantasizes about oh, cutting yeah. out Jonah's dick. So See, I didn't get that joke I when I was either. writing. So like I didn't include that. So 4.75. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, <sighs> alas, you want to hear what we're talking about next? Sure. The series finale. No. So we only have one more chance to hear the Whatever It Takes theme song. Mm -hmm. And then we're going back to the 80s where yeah, it's which was not, not that theme song. It's not. We've had this theme song since I started watching when mm -hmm. Next Generation first came out. So we've had like fucking 20 years of this theme song. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be watching a Degrassi 
without this theme song, and I don't know if I can handle it. Oh, I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. Well, the drama just... I do know that in their, like, what made-for-TV movie or whatever, they say fuck, right? They sure do. (laughs) They sure do. So we'll be leading up to that, and I'll have to hold out hope that that will... Like overwrite. Oh it. yeah, the movie's <laughs> good. The movie could stand alone. Yeah, it's a good movie. Right. Yeah. So yes, the next episode is season four, episode ten. Hashtag K thanks bye. Oh, that's just harsh. I know. <laughs> that I hurts. Know. It's sad. It's really sad. I'm like, oh man, oh, I'm so. gonna miss him. We're definitely doing a offshoot podcast. That is just our fan fiction. We are going to run down <gasps> oh, episode by episode senior year. We should. We should at least do one episode where we like say where we think they are. Yeah. <laughs> I vote yes. If you think we should, why don't you- Give us five stars. <laughs> yeah. And write a comment saying, we would really like to hear your fan fiction. Because <laughs> clearly it's going to be great. <laughs> should we each write one episode of fan fiction? <laughs> I mean, mine is going to be the summer vacation where Miles and Winston die at a hostel. Yep. Okay. Yours can continue with that sort of aftermath. Perfect. Okay, great. You can write the real heavy shit. I'm just going to write the gore. Excellent. All right. Perfect. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. Got any social media to plug? Carly Jo Gear. Find her on one of those social media platforms. All over the place. She'll be waiting. But not on... You can't find Carly on Parlor, but everywhere else. Yeah, I'm not on Parlor. <laughs> I don't really know anything about it, but I've seen the memes, and so fairly, it's conservative and weird. Yeah, but anyways, you can find me on Instagram at Monday Night Raw or on Twitter at Jess A. And you can follow us at A Social Disease across social media platforms. Please do. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack and Carly Joe Gear. And this has been a social disease podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>